Blog Talk Radio. on top. <laughs> All right. 
So let me move on to my other sexy witch. And actually, she's going to be the holding the reins for this first half hour because, well, she got to do the coolest thing last weekend you could possibly do. My second sexy witch is located in Seattle, Washington. She's a writer for Living Dead magazine, an aspiring filmmaker, and a published author. She's also a horror film geek to the extreme and a regular participant in live-action role-play. Look for her wolfy attitude and personal writings on her popular blog and YouTube channel. Please welcome to the show my sexy werewitch co-host, Queenie Todd. How are you doing, sweetie? Oh. I'm doing way uh, better now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we actually were worried for a minute. She was running late. We didn't know if she was actually going to be on the show. The funds of live television, ladies and gentlemen, but she's here and she's ready to go. So we're going to give you the reins, girl. I got a little bit to talk about, but we also have a caller on the line. And I believe it's a, it's a um, can you say your name, ma'am, please? Tiffany. Five, six, and five, six, three area code. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. This is Tiffany. Hello, Tiffany. Were you at Crypticon Seattle this weekend? No, I'm in Iowa. <laughs> oh, okay. Neat. So this is not who I That is this so is cool. Mis- this is a random caller, even more cool. Uh, the Queenie. Here we are. Yes. We have a random caller on the phone, so even awesome. I'm going to give you the reins because you went to Crypticon Seattle, which is the I largest did. horror convention in the Northwest, Pacific Northwest. And... Uh, well, let's just say you look like you were having a blast. So how was work, Queenie? Did you please? I'm just gonna go start start from the beginning, and when you get to the end, stop. Go ahead. So Friday night, I got to Crypticon, and I got my press pass, and you know, I was like, "Woo, press pass!" Because like I've never had a press pass before, so it was kind of cool and exciting, and. uh I wandered the halls, and I looked at, like, all the booths and things, and then I thought Tony Todd was there. And I'm like, oh, I can get over with. Yes. Because <laughs> he's, like, on my top list of what I was going to do that con. Like, meet Tony Todd. This is oh, number yeah. one. <laughs> so doing it Friday night was amazing. I was like, yeah. I didn't have to worry about it, you know. So he's sitting there, and he's got his handlers, and they're all, like, hanging out. And, you know, I'm just like, hey, how you doing? And I start chatting him up, and he's like, so your name's Queenie Todd, huh? When he's signing my picture. And I'm like, yes, yes, that's my name. And he's like, I've never seen that name around. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, Todd's a good name. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, of course it is, of course. <laughs> and he asked me if I could sing Sweeney Todd to him, sing Little Priest, because he likes that song. And I'm like, well, I'm not as good a singer as I was when I was young, but I can try. <laughs> and so I sang him a little bit of it, and he laughed. And oh. gave me a big drink and... Oh, his hugs are magical, guys. His hugs are magical. <laughs> that, that's amazing because, they, you know, Tony Todd is, like, on my bucket list. I haven't met him yet, surprisingly, as many conventions as I, we go to. Yeah, and he's such a gentleman. He is so, like, really kind and sweet and loves his fans. And, you know, I watched him take fan art from another uh, con-goer, and he was so happy about it. He was all glowing. And I was like, oh, he's so sweet. Yes, just like I wanted him to be, you know. Because like, when you meet these people, you don't know how they're going to be with you, right? And you hope that they're nice, but they don't have to be because people are people, right? You know, everyone's got their personalities, but he is just so kind and 
sincere, and he's just such a nice guy. And he's a giant. He is a giant, guys. Like, I'm, like, five foot two, and he's, like, I don't even know. Like, is he almost seven feet? I don't know. He feels like he's almost seven feet when you look up at him. It's just like, wow, you belong in, like, the mountains with mountain people. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, oh, man, I'm so tiny. <laughs> you know Tyler uh, Maine, who plays Sabretooth in the first X-Men movie? Yeah. I came up to that. I came up to, like, his nipples, and I'm 5'4". <laughs> That's, like, the world's smallest person. Oh, seriously. It, it, I felt so small. One of, one of my favorite things was um, Tony Todd, but it, it wasn't Tony Todd, but it was Ken Foray, who's also very tall, and they were at the same convention. And my daughter walks up to Ken, and Ken is, like, huge. <laughs> He's just like, my daughter oh my. looks so tiny compared to him. And it was like, wow. I felt the same way about Tony Todd. He is very, very tall and like, but he was absolutely gentle and gracious and understood what, like he totally understands the vibe of horror cons. So I'm so glad you got to meet him. Uh, so, so what else did baby. you do? Did you go see panels? Okay. Did you see makeup I contests? Did. did you pass out I cards? Did. Did, did you talk to All Lucha of Gore your cards taken. All of your cards what? were taken. Some of mine were taken, oh. but all of your cards were taken. So wow, just so you know, That's I put terrible. them on the, the little, uh, you know, the little uh, tables they have out where you just put like a bunch of stuff. You can put whatever you want, you know, yeah. advertising things. Yeah, I put my cards and your cards, and my cards are still there, but your cards were gone. So wow, there you go. <laughs> well, so that people like that. That's terrifying and that's good at the same time. Maybe they're so, uh, yeah. I I know that Crypticon has actually been following my posts and thank you for doing yeah. that, Crypticon. I really appreciate that. And we really appreciate the press passes because we we really want to show these and honor these cons and show what they're about and be frank about it. I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat it, even though we do geek out a lot easily. But, um, you know, but, uh, but we love to show these cons, especially Crypticon, the ones that are class acts year after year after year. And uh, so, uh, you know, uh, talk about some of the things else you did besides geek out with Tony Todd. I saw you lounging on uh, Elvira's couch, and I have decided I'm going to probably make that your new banner picture when I create the new <laughs> banner for Sexy Witches. I think that's the photo I'm going to go with. So go ahead. Um, so the rest of Friday night, I went to a couple panels, uh, stuff like uh, one of them was about uh, indie horror, because I, I did a lot of indie horror stuff this con, because that's where I live, really. Like, I love horror in all its forms, but indie horror is where I'm most interested because that's where I want to make films, right? So, like, I've been, I went to a lot of film panels and some uh, YouTube panels, and on Friday night I went to a couple panels, and then I went to the burlesque show. Now, this, this guy is fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, my God. I not only saw a beautiful rendition of Carrie where she got covered in glitter blood, I also saw um, Audrey 2... A drag queen did an Audrey 2 costume that was phenomenal. And I wish I could have good pictures, but I don't have a good camera, right? If I had a really good camera, I could have got these pictures. Because, oh, the costumes, man. The costumes. There was a Candyman act, which was beautiful. Like, she fucking owned it, you know? And she had the hook and everything. But she, her hook was sparkly, you know? Because <laughs> they're drag queens, right? And then um, there was one with uh, these two ladies. They did a 
predator versus alien kind of skit and it started off with them fighting and then they started ripping each other's clothes off and then they started making out and then like they had like a baby and everything like because you know it's alien right she took the little like pasties she had face hugger pasties dude face hugger pasties and she took her pasty and put it on the predator and then they had like a baby a little you know xenomorph baby and it was just like what is happening what am i watching it was so good it's like my fantasies come to life. Like someone went into my head and looked at my porn in my head and was like, here, Queenie, here you go. It's now manifested. Are you happy now? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I went home that night and I was like, I'm all alone. Because <laughs> my husband wasn't home. <laughs> no fair. <laughs> oh, uh, Saturday. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Then no, Saturday, go. My, my boss and a bunch of people from the mag and so we all hung out and you know did our geek thing together and we went and wandered around the um dealer's room and there was amazing people in the dealer's room so many talented artists and i wish i had a million dollars so i could just like throw it at all of them because they had things i wanted everyone like (laughs) my one friend will he had a a booth there he does um this place called i'm blanking out um Attention span games. That's right. His his booth is attention span games, and he had this amazing leather coffin purse that he had made, and it's fucking sexy. I was just like, oh, I wish I had two hundred dollars to throw at you because it is worth two hundred dollars. Oh, but that's con life for you, right? Oh, and then I sat on the couch, and I had a good time. And then me and my friends from the mag, we all sat on the couch together. <laughs> that was fun. My boss has that picture of me, her, and Becca on the couch. We were all, like, hanging out. and I'm kind of looming over them like a vulture. <laughs> and then um, I found the Luchador, Luchagor Productions people. The Luchagor Productions people. I love them. I've been following them for a while, watching their career kind of blossom. And I met Gigi, and she's so sweet. She's so kind. She's so friendly. And she's just, like, amazing. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to get and make it films, you know, I'm being all kind of like shy because I don't know what to say. And, you know, <laughs> I'm so bad when I meet famous people. I don't know how to talk to them. I need to work on that because I get shy and kind of like, and you guys know me. Especially, I'm not like that. <laughs> and we, and I just we make really, really inappropriate jokes. <laughs> oh, right? Like awkward jokes, like super awkward. Like, ah, you know, like they, they either don't, they they either want to keep their distance or they fucking love you, one or the other. Yeah. And she was uh, all like loving me. Like, if they want to keep their distance, I know how to talk to them. I just go fully professional. It's cool. But if they want to be my friend, I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm a nobody. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> But like I told her, I'm like from what? Canada, and I like to make like I want to make movies. I'm trying to start out, you know. And she's just like, Oh my God, your family, boom, boom, you know. I'm just like, What? <laughs> how do I deal with this? I don't know how to deal with these feels. <laughs> well, I, I definitely want Lucha Gore on the show. I mean, they 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 are exactly the type of people, like, you know. Yeah, yeah well, like you, they probably you, come on. They're really nice. Absolutely. I mean, time. you know. Yeah, uh, we can talk about getting them on the show, and I definitely wanted. I, I mentioned that before you went, and I wanted you to make a contact with Lucha Gore because they're like exactly the niche market that we love. We love them to death. So, and you would be mm-hmm. your would be your interview. So, I, I look I'd be looking forward to that. So, we'll talk about that later. Uh, so, uh, future future, future. 
we see the future, yeah. and it is good. Uh, it is so, um, Luchagor. <laughs> so, uh, what else did you do? I noticed you did do one more vendor walk on the floor and talk to people mm-hmm. at the end of the show. And I did. So how did the Kane, Kane Hoder. And you met Kane Harder and got choked, which is yep. a rite of passage. You yeah, because yeah, he really does choke you. I mean, he is a yes, stuntman. man. He knows. Guys, he could have He knows how to do it. Yeah. His okay. arm is as big as my head. <laughs> His arm is as big as my head. I'm just like, holy shit, dude. So I was hanging out with my boss at the time, and she knew she knows him. They're like buddies. So she started chatting him up just for fun. And then he's like, yeah, here's Queenie. You know? <laughs> I was like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, no, 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 I want you to choke me. And he smiled big. He just like just suddenly was like, oh. He loves that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we all got choked because of me. <laughs> and my boss was like, thanks for saying that. I was so- always wanting to get choked by him, but I never did it. <laughs> At this point, Kane Hodder's choked all three of the main sexy witches. So that's and, right. That's right. And we know he's choked Bonnie too, so that's four. He hasn't choked yep. Aaron yet, so we got to get Aaron. That'll be next, right? We'll work on that. Yeah, we got to get Aaron <laughs> choked. Yeah, okay, so I just had this brilliant idea, and I want to talk about something real briefly, Queenie, because I did mention that I surprisingly went to severed uh, swap meet. This leads into Kane Hodder, trust me, this is coming back to it. The severed swap meet is Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, in the historic Sherman Theater, which is this beautiful old theater, and there's a bunch of people from Baltimore up there, like Sean Jones and Chris LaMartina doing stuff and I said hi to them and I bought some stuff and I sold some you know laser dance blah 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 but they did this like big contest thing where it was like price is right and I was on stage and my daughter comes on stage without permission basically but she eventually works her way up stage steals everything and wins the grand prize <laughs> because it's my daughter <laughs> it's Lily okay and she's <laughs> <it's just> like <laughs> evil genius is like the freaking uh, luckiest I, person ever. I, I was right? losing. I was totally losing the whole time. I can, I don't know the price of VHS tapes. I don't collect them. I I collect laser discs, right? Mm-hmm. Which that really did say. She goes. He goes. Do you collect VHS? And she goes laser discs. And I've never seen more geeks roll out laughing in my entire life. It was hysterical. Uh, <laughs> you know. And they asked her. They also asked her like, why are they? She's here. She goes. Well, Hamilton tickets are sold out, and we have nothing better to do, or or something or some along those lines. It was pretty funny. My daughter was just. <laughs> Roll, making these people roll, but she we won a lifetime supply of Friday the Thirteenth on VHS. I have wow. ten, ten of the exact same film. Okay, it's the, the same cut, same release of Friday the Thirteenth. Ten copies. So I was thinking, <laughs> as leading the Kane Hodder. So I was going to do a contest starting next week. Okay, if someone calls mm-hmm. in, we're going to call it Where's Kane Hodder. Okay, where's Kane Hodder this week? Actually, he is actually featured this week. So if someone calls in this week and says where Kane Hodder is, I will give them a copy of Friday the 13th, the original film on VHS. What do you think? I think that that's sounds awesome. like so much fun. Yes. Okay. Do it. So, it needs theme <laughs> music. Okay. It needs theme music, though. 
Okay, there it you really go. needs it's theme music. Well, we'll work on like, that. Like, where's Jane Hodder? Okay, we got to do this. So we'll even start it tonight. We'll do it tonight, but don't call in now, folks. Call in at the, uh, let's make it the 10 o'clock hour. If you call in at 10 o'clock, tell me right before the community calendar where Kane Hunter is appearing this week because he's always at some media convention. And, yes, he is appearing this week with Tony Todd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a hint. Um, You call in and I'll give you a copy of of Friday the 13th on VHS, okay? Yes, VHS, not DVD, not Blu-ray, VHS. So anyway, back on it. I might even give our random caller a chance to win one, too, once our lady from Iowa. But we'll hold on to that right now. So, Queenie, we still got 10 more minutes before our caller for, uh, for um, Steve Anderson tonight. So what else would you like to talk about at Crypticon? Well, there was the costume contest, which was amazing. There was the Elvira lookalike contest. I don't know if you heard about that. Um, I didn't get to see much of it, but I saw some people dressed up as her, and they looked pretty good. They looked really awesome. I, and I did I share there, some photos I, from that on the page. Yeah, like yeah, I didn't go see her because I can't afford her because she's kind of expensive now. She's like 100 bucks or more. Like People were like complaining about how much she is, and I was like, dude, she's fucking Elvira. <laughs> she can charge what she wants, <laughs> you know? Like... I had a friend, actually, uh, a photographer friend of mine. She got Elvira to sign her breast. <laughs> so she's getting that tattooed, of course. You know, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of amazing. Um, and my boss got pointed out by Elvira while we were hanging out with her. Like, she's sitting there doing a signing, and she goes, oh, your tattoo, and points at my boss's tattoo. Because my boss has a beautiful Elvira portrait with her signature, like her actual signature. And they met together on a, a show uh, a tattoo show. So Elvira was a guest on the tattoo show and she was getting tattooed on the spot with Elvira getting tattooed the first time Elvira ever got tattooed in Portland. So like, nice. she remembered her. They had like a moment. It was really cute. And I got to watch that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you go, go talk to Elvira. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really, myself, I didn't really go and talk to Elvira because I was like, eh, I've met her before. And like, I got her for free because I was working the con and she was really sweet and was like, hey, come hang out. And I was like, cool. But she doesn't remember me because that was so long ago and I was different then. I had longer hair and, <laughs> you know, it was a different world. Different, and it was in Canada, different time. Um, but I love her. I've always loved her. And, you know, I'm really proud that I have her signature on one of my DVDs. So, you know, I had my moment, my Elvira moment. Um, but, yeah, the costume contest was great. The Elvira lookalike contest was great. Uh Sunday, I actually did some stuff. I went to, you know, I went to a panel uh, Saturday night. I went to a panel that was really cool um, by a couple of YouTubers that I love, the Horror Addicts. They did like a, a slasher game show sort of thing. And I totally didn't do a good job at it because I don't know facts on the spot. Like if you let me take the time to kind of research and do my own thing. But like on the spot, if you ask me something, I'm like, I don't know. You know, like. My brain doesn't work that way. I don't. I don't do like tests well. <laughs> no, Jeopardy but is my game fun. show. I'm. I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah, you're. You're probably better at the on the spot. You know, regurgitating information sort of thing. I'm not. I just can't do it. So, but sun, sa, uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday day before you know the con ended, I went and I saw a screening of a movie called K uh, K I L D TV, and it was actually really good. 
and it had some really neat actors in it. And like this one guy was kind of a horror host and he was fucking hilarious. He was so into it. You could tell he really loved his role that he was doing. Like it was just, so he had like his normal guy persona and then he had his like, I'm on stage persona. And that persona was amazing and made me laugh. Um, that was a good film, and I was glad I went to that because, like, it kind of happened randomly. I was just like, I don't have anything to do right now. I'm going to go see a film. <laughs> Why the fuck not? I can sit down for five minutes. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, and that was pretty much it for me. I think uh, I went home after that because I was really tired, and it was five o'clock. And, yeah, so that was the con for me. Um, I didn't get to do everything because there's so much to do at Crypticon, and there's so many cool things to do, and sometimes they conflict. So you're like, oh, I want to go to this one thing here, but then there's a panel here, and yeah. So I did uh, get some swag. I, I got like a cool. cool sweater. I got a Dean sweater, and it's like really beautiful, and it has like graphics everywhere, and just, oh, I love it. And I got um, a bootleg copy of Adam's Family Musical, which everyone just squeezes out when I tell them. <laughs> That's cool. So you, you came back with, with loot. And um, and and we've made mm-hmm. some great contacts that we hope we'll uh, especially we'll see them down the road in the future. There's a whole new season love, of sexy witches. I love that Tony. You know? I love that Tony Todd uh, recognized your name. That he's seen it around <laughs> Facebook. I I think it's because of how I spell my name. Like I spell it so weird that it catches people. Like they're like, oh, you're that weird chick on the internet. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> well that's awesome I'm so glad you had such a good experience I know that you know sometimes meeting your heroes you're like oh no I'm going to be disillusioned and then it ends up being as everything you thought it was going to be and it's better sometimes you know it's like yay yeah. <laughs> so and sometimes you learn stuff like, and you go ahead sorry some like I, I've heard people sometimes say that you know they're disillusioned by their heroes but I've been lucky like the people that I've met have been always really good and really sweet or funny you know like they they've never been rude to me they've never been cruel or anything like that you know they're just people and they're, well, they're we, awkward we talking to me too you know <laughs> you know geeks we do have our moments where we idolize people like Colin Tom Hiddleston and things like that but honestly a lot of geeks mm-hmm. like myself I mean we we tend to idolize working to working people like you know Jennifer yeah. Aspinall, Sarah Tross, Tony Todd, Danny Trejo, Simon Pegg. Even though his name's huge right now because of Star Trek, but these people were working their asses off. I mean, they always work, and and if they're not working, they're working the con circuit, making a little cash in between jobs. You know, it, it, they never stop working. And yet they still have time to be gracious to their fans. And that's always been one of the reasons why I don't think geeks get disillusioned by their heroes unless they're rewritten by Marvel Comics. But we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I totally have to talk to Aaron Marie about this whole Captain America thing. Uh, it's been nagging at me. And I don't even read comic Marvel Comics. So I did read my first one because of our guest coming up. Um, Steve Anderson is the owner of uh, Third Eye Comics, one of the best in Annapolis, Maryland, and one of the best comic book stores in the country. It's really neat. I get to live near one, and Queenie gets to live near my other favorite comic book store, Golden Age Collectibles in the Pikes Peak Market in Seattle. Awesome place. Ooh. Two of the coolest both of these places are awesome and and he handed me a copy. They were giving out free copies of The Preacher, 
because there's a TV show called Preacher with Dominic yes. Cooper. And I haven't seen Don, I haven't seen the show because I don't have AMC, but I read the comics because he told me it's his favorite comic. So I, I can't wait to talk to him about it and pump his brain on that. And he's also going to preview Awesome Con with us tonight. Awesome Con is our big comic book convention here in D.C., huge media convention. It lasts three days, and this is our fourth year, I believe, that they've been doing Awesome Con. I went for the first time. as It was my very first VIP ticket. I've never had one before. Uh, this year we're going to go. We'll talk about all the things we're going to do. And Erin Marie is going to accompany me. Uh, yes. To, so we are going together. And uh, it's Partners in fabulous. Crime. Partners in Crime, uh, we both have tickets to Kevin Smith, so we're going to go see Kevin Smith, and we're going to basically, like on Thursday night, have some kind of conference where we talk about what we're going to see, but we both are going to talk about the things we would like to see tonight on the show, and um, with Steve Anderson, who helped found uh, Awesome Con back in the day, he was the co-founder, he now is just officially in a sponsor capacity, but he was definitely on the ground floor when it started, so we can't wait for Steve Anderson to call in in a couple of minutes, so uh, Queenie, let's give you a final sum up of Crypticon and, uh, and what we should uh, be prepared for in the future, if you wanted, if we we're going to go back next year, or if um, anything that you, any films we should look for, any any of the final buzz. I'm rambling. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I would suggest if you can get a copy of K I L D TV, uh, please do because it's a lot of fun. Um, I fell asleep at the end, but so I don't know who the killer was. But that just means I'll watch it again someday. So. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of good things in that film. I would highly suggest anyone who's interested in horror and indie horror to support that film. Um, also, like the horror community is amazing, and Crypticon is just like another example of all of us horror geeks getting together, sharing our love, making friends. Uh, like I make friends at Crypticon just by walking down the hall when I'm wearing like my jigsaw costume or something like that. Like last year. Saturday I went and I was jigsaw and everyone wanted to talk to me. Everyone wanted pictures of me. It was so friendly, so nice. I have like friends in the artist alley that I talk to. I have friends, you know, who are in the actual vendors area, like just everybody. Everybody just wants to be your friend and just hang out with you, you know, as long as you're nice and as long as you're polite, you can make friends with anyone, even Tony Todd. Well, and I always say sometimes the best place to ha- enjoy your con is sometimes standing in queue and talking to your fellow man because we're all there yep. for the same reason, and everyone has something to geek out about and talk about in that line, everybody. So, Absolutely. Queenie, thank you for your recap of Crypticon Seattle, and uh, if you have any more to talk about, we can talk about it again in the 10 o'clock hour at the community calendar. Um, or you can also, uh, you know, email us or if you want to see pictures, she'll post more pictures uh, from Crypticon. Look at our face. There's lots of pictures. I've already posted quite a few of them. Kane Hodder, Tony Todd, all those pictures are already posted. So great. Have a look at those. So from horror cons to awesome cons. It's cryptic and it's awesome this week, folks, because now we're going to shift gears. The Sexy Witches are going to yet another event 
this time I'm, I bought a VIP ticket to Awesome Con here in Washington, D.C., and we're going to go and spend three days li- listening to panels, meeting people, looking at comics and artists. And a person that loves this con to the hilt, one of the best, coolest people in the world in Annapolis here is our Third Eye Comics, Mr. Steve Anderson. So I'm bringing him on right now. Hello, Mr. Steve Anderson. You're on with the Sexy Witches. How are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm really good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I am so honored. And thank you for coming on. I've been, like, tapping him Ever, every couple of weeks for the last six months, make sure you're going to come on my show, right? Yes, I'll come on. That's great. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Hi, you're coming on my show, right? Yeah. So anyway, it works. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, let me introduce yeah. you to my sexy witches really quick. Uh, from okay. uh, in Seattle, Washington, we have Queenie Todd, who is just at CryptoCon Seattle. Uh, so that's hello. And then... My co-host is going to be with me on the show is Erin Marie, who is in Roanoke, yes. Virginia. So, so say hello. Yes, okay, I'll be awesome. there this weekend. <laughs> oh, awesome. So she's, well, super nice to meet so she, you guys. Yeah, so uh, we are the Sexy Witches. We're a genre podcast, the geek girl perspective, and we really cover a lot of media conventions. And uh, uh, so uh, you are, first of all, the owner of Third Eye Comics here in Annapolis, which is like – one of the coolest comic book stores in the country. Not an exaggeration. It's actually <laughs> absolutely true. So tell me, what made you decide you. to go into comics? Because comics doesn't seem like, unless you really know what you're doing, which obviously you do, uh, it, it could be a very risky venture. Yeah, I mean, for me, comics was kind of like, um, I mean, it's kind of like growing up in the circus. I started um, working at the comic book store I grew up shopping at when I was about 18 and um, I did that for a long time for about a good five years six years and then um, I uh, tried to uh, at the behest of my family and stuff try to get a real job uh, as they would say um, and not just work at the comic book store and um, I was super 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 miserable uh, with that and uh, not happy so um, I just quit one day and uh, picked up a couple shifts of the comic shop I worked at, started delivering pizza on the weekends and sold my comic collection. I said, I'm going to open a comic book store. And uh, my, uh, my wife now and my girlfriend then, uh, Trish, um, we just busted our butts for a good two, three years, um, basically raising enough money to open Third Eye. And when we first started Third Eye, it was just a little tiny baby store, you know, it was a fraction of the size that the store is now. Well, as somebody um, who's visited it, I can say that I absolutely adore it. I see the appeal that that Liz gives Liz gives it as one of her favorites. I've bought several things thank in you. there. I appreciate well, it. Yeah, I mean, we really um, we like what we do. Like, we're really like, and I'm really proud of the fact that we've been able to find people to you know to be part of our team and part of our staff who love what they do as much as we love what we do and. You know, it really makes it makes it more fun for everybody when they come and buy comic books and have fun with us. It is, and I go in there and I have conversations all the time. It's like when I go to Liz's, I go to the Amish Market and Third Eye. 
Those are my two cents. Nice. <laughs> it's, and it's true. That is like if, if I have people visiting from out of town, the go-to seems to be Amish Market, Third Eye Comics. And I, I, awesome. I don't know if it was cool. <laughs> it, 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 it's awesome for you, yeah, because I, I pumped the money into you guys. Uh, but it's just it's kind of funny that that ends up being like what people want to do when they're in Annapolis. You know, who cares about Arundel Mills? We've got Third Eye Comics, man. I, <laughs> I started giving kids comic book gift Here's cards. Here's the naval base. I'm going to go look at the Papa Funk wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Uh, the Funko awesome. Pop Wall's right in the center, and that's terrible for me because I like the Flash Gordons just came out, and I couldn't resist being the Merciless. So oh I, really? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, I, I haven't seen those up. yet. Oh my god. Oh, they're awesome. The Ming is really oh, my god. cool. They're so cute. Ming is awesome. Okay. I'm not the only one. I saw somebody else I know in, in D.C. He bought Ming also. So obviously us geeks really like the Ming dolls. So, uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, so, right. it wasn't, so w- let me ask you, on your first initial batch of comics, the one that you, you uh-huh. popped so you could create your show, what was the one that you regret selling the most? Um, you know, to be honest with you, probably my preachers. Um, and, uh, it's not just because of the show now, but, um, I, I kept about two long boxes out of all the stuff I had. Um, I kept most of my indie stuff cause that's the stuff I really liked. And, um, but I didn't keep preacher and, um, preacher's my favorite comic of all time. And I think at the time my, my justification was, well, I've got the graphic novels, I've got the trades and, um, and now kind of looking back, I wish I still had all those old preachers. Cause I mean, I, I remember reading the letter columns, you know, like religiously, like as a kid, you know, and like Garth Ennis would recommend like war movies and like, you know, like cool novels by Louis L'Amour and stuff like that. And um, I miss, I, 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 it's kind of a bummer. You can't really revisit that. And, um, and of course now Preacher is like super expensive and hard to get because there's a TV show. <laughs> so I won't, I won't be seeing those for a while. <laughs> yeah. A, a TV show starring Dominic Cooper, who's like one of the best actors on the planet. So it's oh, yeah, going to be so a while. Good. He's intense. Oh, I can't wait to see what he does with it. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's good casting. Let's just put it that way. So, uh, now, Steve, it's not just comics, though. You also started something from the ground up that now blew up into a rather, well, let's say, pretty large uh, media convention here in D.C. And so can you tell me, like, the origin? I know you know the origin story since we're here. Yeah. Comics. There's an origin story to AwesomeCon. Can you tell that origin story to my listeners? Yeah, sure. So, um, so Ben Penrod um, was actually one of my first customers when I opened Third Eye. Um, and, uh, he, uh, you know, he was a customer and he was coming to the store and, um, you know, like we were just chatting and after about a year or so of him shopping, you know, like he, um, he started, you know, getting into selling his own books and selling his own collection at, at shows and things like that. And, uh, he really was hustling and doing good with it. And, uh, he was like, Hey man, um, you know, Annapolis could probably use a comic con, you know, like a little, just a nice little show, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I think I'd be all about it, you know. So we uh, we put on um, the Annapolis Comic Con, and uh, and you know, really Ben, like from day one, he's the guy who like he did everything. And like, I'm I'm kind of like the like the loudmouth, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'll tell everybody about it. That's what I'll do. <laughs> um, and um, you know, he set up the Annapolis Comic Con, and you know. We were there, and, you know, from there, he was like, you know, this is really good, but 
it's kind of weird that DC doesn't have a Comic Con. And I was like, no, you're you know you're absolutely right. I mean, it is. And he uh, he was like, I'm gonna try and set up a con in DC. And he set up um, he set up the first awesome con, and it was no pun intended. It was awesome. It was really good. I mean, like just speaking as a vendor. Um, I loved it. I thought it was a great show. I thought that the crowd was amazing in terms of just like, you know, the different types of people who were coming, the different types of fandom that it kind of crossed. Like it was just really a cool cross pollination of all kinds of people who are into all kinds of different things. And um, from there, it just started getting bigger and bigger. Um, And, you know, I, um, I've always been kind of like a sponsor of the show. Um, And, you know, Ben, like he just he just took it and he ran with it and he's like he's doing so well with it now. I'm really happy to see how far he's come with it, you know. It's uh pretty it's gotten very large. Uh first of all, it's not just one show. It's actually more like five shows in one. Because you can yeah. go to Awesome Con and you can have a completely different experience from anybody else. You can be a gamer and just spend the entire time in gaming rooms. There's an art section. There's the comic book section and the vendors as well. And then there's the media convention and those panels. I mean, you could do any angle you wanted to and not overlap. uh, last year I couldn't believe how busy I was I was just running around everywhere (laughs) yeah that's a good Uh, thing my husband would love that con I think my husband would love that con because he's probably in the game room you guys oh, yeah. go into the gaming room and not come out. Oh, and there's a science fair this year, too. Bill Nye yeah. is going to be there. Yeah, I saw where Bill Nye was going to do, like, a Star Trek talk. Wow. A Star Talk. It's They're a show cool. on PBS, yeah. I believe, right? Uh, you know, yeah, he's doing Star Talk with the host of Star Talk. So that's a that's Sunday, I believe, if I remember right. It's, like, one of the last big things of the evening. Um, yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I don't have the schedule in front of me because it's so large. I can't keep it in front of my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, man. Uh, no, you're telling me. You know, I find out about stuff every day, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow, they're doing that? Okay. Um, so, Steve, let me ask you, as a vendor and as uh, being on the ground floor, what's the your what what is your favorite part of, of the con itself? Like, what is the one part of the con that you really watch? change and become its own special thing too like what section the gaming section or the vendor's floor what is your what 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 from your perspective what do you love about it i think the coolest thing that um that ben has done with the show and i think the thing that like i admire the most is he's had a really really cool dedication to artist alley uh since day one and um i feel like the artist alley at awesome con in terms of like giving like local artists like a venue to kind of like get out there and like, you know, kind of like, you know, just all sorts of people who do all sorts of different things beyond just comics, you know, but everything. Um, Ben's always been super cool, like with that kind of thing. And that's one of the things that like I've, um, I've seen grown and like, I just like, it's really cool to me that like, that's still such a high priority for him. And then the other thing that I think is cool that he's kind of grown the focus on over the last couple of years is um, all ages stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff for kids to do. And I mean, I think that's awesome. Like, I mean, like that's super cool. And like, you know, Ben started doing that a couple of years ago and he's just been like, it's, it's a focus that like he's put on it. And like, as someone who, you know, 
I like seeing kids getting into reading comics and getting into like fandom and stuff like that. You know, like I think it's awesome. And he's done such a good job with that aspect of the show too. So I have to cheat. I have uh, two things I really like. <laughs> last year there was that balloon guy in the kids section. And when, it wasn't just like making balloon swords. This man was making like ninja, full-size Ninja Turtles. And yeah. Elsa and all this stuff. And they made it Elsa for my daughter. And it was Elsa. It was, she had a head oh, and she so had hair and a, and a dress. And it was incredible. Like, and I, I was reading this year's roster and it's even like double the, the kids, the kids program is double this year. There's a lot more kids yeah. this year. And the cosplay is also exploded. Uh, there was, a decent amount of cosplay stuff last year. I think the cosplay is probably the biggest expansion I could say from a guest perspective when I was reading the roster. So I suspect yeah, no, we're going to have some serious cosplay. Yeah. So um, there's photo shoots this year um, where they're actually asking people dressed as the same characters to meet in certain areas. Uh, and one of them, and this is my favorite, I think, is they're asking anyone dressed as the 10th doctor, they're going to take all the 10th doctors and take a photo of them. And that's pretty cool. That's awesome. I think that's, that's, cute. <laughs> yeah. that's really I mean, cool. It, yeah, so there's a lot going on at Awesome Con. Uh, and Steve, he has the corner vending comic. You know, walk right in. He's usually the first one you see. Third Eye Comics is right there. <laughs> you can't really miss it. <laughs> he'll, have his, 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 he'll have his stands out, and his people are working it. And then you go past him, and the comic book area, and he says, like I said, the art show, which is really nice. The vendors are awesome. Last year, this girl, she made these beautiful pictures inspired by the last unicorn which is one of my favorite movies so i just like hovered over her but i hope she's back there this year because i'd give her more money uh so um oh i think i know her. who you're talking about yeah her stuff is gorgeous yeah. amazing yeah. stuff uh you know and and some of the fan art that i share on sexy witches a lot of those vendors i didn't know they were local until i saw them at awesome con and i'm like hey i know your stuff so you know, <laughs> Definitely come out to Awesome Con at least for the day and check out the vendor's floor. And and this convention center is very large and comfortable. That's the one thing I will say about the D.C. convention center. Sometimes these cons are not as – their spaces aren't quite as big as the con itself. And as you know, we always talk about the queue issue with cons here on Sexy Witches. This place, I didn't have any issue with queuing at all. And all the volunteers were great last year. And, and, and this is a very confusing convention center. It's spacious but confusing. So it's great that the volunteers knew how to direct people around this place. <laughs> so uh, I, I really – the convention center is one of the – it's a really interesting – interesting place and it's a good place to have a, a show like this so uh if you could go to any of the panels steve this year um and not that you'll ever have time but what's the one that you'd want to go to above all the rest of them i already have my opinion but i want to hear yours so oh my gosh um man i've been so busy prepping for the show <laughs> i'm a little behind um let me think I'm trying to think of the really cool ones. There's a really cool one on gaming that I heard about that sounded cool. And I'm trying to think if there was something else that, like, really jumped out. Like, there's so much. I mean, that's the thing about AwesomeCon is, like, there's so much. Like, it's almost like, you know the one that I think would actually be kind of fun to go check out? The um, 
the career panel where they talk about like the job skills through fandom and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I have that on my list. That looked really interesting. Yeah, like how to make fandom work for you or something like that. It was like really cool. I, I agree yeah, with you on that one. Yeah, I think that's neat. Um, well, I, well I, I tend to go, to go to the smaller ones like that anyways because, you know, I'm developing this podcast. So I went to both podcasting panels last year, and my and I met a lot of those people at AwesomeCon, and now I'm kind of, like, associated with them, and they're having another panel, uh, Podcasting is a Superpower. Uh, so oh, that's shout awesome. out to – Jen- Jennifer and Alex- Alex- Alexis, woohoo for for your your panel. So, and there was also a panel. Of, there's a bunch of panel on women geekdom that, um, and I went to a few of those last year. And one of them was so popular that they brought it back this year, uh, and it's on oh, Sunday awesome. afternoon. So uh, I'll probably end up at that one again. Um, you know, and now geeking out wise panels like. Celebrities, the ones that I really wanted to focus on. Well, Aaron wants to focus on Keith Urban, and I think we won't yeah, be able to Carl, get those. Carl. I, I might, I might want to like warn Keith Urban to, um, you know, be careful. Uh, Carl. <laughs> Keith, Keith is a country singer. Carl Urban is an actor. Please. Oh, I'm sorry, Carl Urban. You're right. I said Keith Urban. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You are, oh you God. are, you are fucking up your geek there. <laughs> no, I gotta turn in. Uh, I, I have to turn in my geek card. This is bad. I, uh, uh, five demerits. No, but yeah, Carl Urban. I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings, Doom, Carl Urban. Uh, Judge Dread. Judge Dread. He was yeah, that's so really cool as Dread. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Red with so Bruce wants- Willis, that fight scene is freaking fantastic. I love it. Yeah. That. So cool. So there's um, my my our associate who's also been on the show. Um, you know, Count Gore Duvall, the local horror host. Um, he actually is hosting a panel as well this year. Last year he did Alex uh, Alex Knighton from uh, Doctor Who, and this oh, yeah. year he is. And this year he's got an equally as cool one. Oh, who is he? Um, I can't even read my own hand. Oh yeah, he's doing Robin Lord Taylor from Gotham. So he's got he's got oh, the that's Penguin panel. Cool. Yes, so that's and cool. I cannot wait to ask him about this one scene. Is does it? Do you watch Gotham at all? I've only I seen do, the first yes. season. Yes. Did you see when he finally broke bad after coming out of Arkham this season? How he yeah. said that woman, her children. That was like the best thing ever. <laughs> I, would, I was just like, I wanted to applaud. He is just such a fantastic actor. I have to see the second season for sure. Uh, I wanted to also. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm I'm a, first season. Uh, I just one started of the things, it. Okay, well, we won't tell you anything more, Queenie, so you'll know that you, know, you okay. can watch it, get through it. It's all right. I actually haven't not. fell in love with Gotham yet. I appreciated Robert Lord Taylor is really good in the in the show. I you know, but I haven't fell in love with the show. You, yet. you just it's get like a hint of their personalities in the yeah, first season. And the second it season, like, it's. It's fantastic. It's just it really. It has potential. It has potential, but it feels like it was holding back on something. And especially, I couldn't find a place where it's holding back on. Penguin and Riddler. Riddler. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I can't well, say well, enough. I'll get, I'll get there. I'll get there. Penguin's so, great. Um, I can say that the much. Other things, 
I love about AwesomeCon is that they also highlight voice actors. And I love voice actors. Voice actors raise your children. Uh, They teach you lessons in life when you're growing up. So they're really important. And last year I got to meet Jess Harnell and Rob Paulson from the Animaniacs, who were the total bucket list item to meet Jess Harnell, uh, because he's done so much more than just Animaniacs. But this year – uh, we have Futurama's entire ca- main cast, Sans Nancy Cartwright's going to be there. Uh, you've got Billy West, and you've got that's so uh, crazy. What, John John <laughs> DiMaggio. Yeah, John DiMaggio, yeah. that's right, and and Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar is going to be on one of the podcasting panels, which is awesome. And uh, you know, uh, so you have them there. You have uh, was it what is her name? I love her name. Great. I always mess with be- woman at. Uh, voice actor is going to be there. She's like my first panel I'm going to on Friday, 3 p.m. Gray DeLisi, is that her, how you pronounce her name? DeLisi, oh, I'm cute. You oh, think I'm I not sure. Is she I the one who is uh, the Adventure Time? Yes, the Adventure Time princess. Yes, absolutely. I know who you're talking I, about. Yeah, I'm totally going to her panel. I didn't know her as well as why my name isn't recall. I'm a huge fan of one of her contemporaries, who's Tara Strong, who works on My Little Pony, and she's one of the first voices of Harley Quinn. And so, and then I looked at this girl's resume, and it is just as huge as Tara Strong. So I am so there. I don't know much about her, but that's one of the things about AwesomeCon. Go to something you don't know about, because there's so much going on. You're going to learn something new at this thing. I learned so much last year. My podcast became I think after my awesome con experience, my my podcast started really coming together, and uh, oh, here I awesome. am. Thank you, thank you, Steve, for being on this show because it's been yeah, a year now. No, I'm um, so, so I'm actually I'm quite excited about about the voice actors there, especially the Futurama ones, because I'd like to know if they're going to bring it back at all. <laughs> uh, Maybe yeah. give us some hope. I love the future. It's funny because. The Futurama panel competes directly with the Star Wars panel, <laughs> and so I'm like oh, no. looking at them, going, "I think Futurama is going to win. I think it actually is going to win." Yeah, um, it is. So, uh, yeah, for I was me right. anyway. So, Gray Delisi <laughs> is her name. I got it right. Oh my goodness, I was so worried <laughs> I got it wrong. Uh, yeah, so I, that's the first panel I'm going to. I really want to go to the Futurama panel, and. Um, where Carl Urban is Aaron's thing, I have this thing for Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, his, oh, yeah. I love No, oh, come I, on now. I, I watched Sons of I Anarchy and Hellboy. Chronos. Before that, even, Beauty and the Beast with Lima Hamilton in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In the, in the, no. I mentioned this before. Well, Chronos is around the same Rose. time frame. Well, I didn't see Kronos till much later. I actually like had to go back in time in Guillermo del Toro movies to get to Kronos. I saw Pan's Labyrinth first, actually. I think so. Um, no, it was it was Mimic first, actually, <laughs> of all things. But anyway, um, but there's there's a lot. Of, I, I really am encouraged to go to the uh, Ron Perlman that's going to be on the show because he also was in the last Fesser Ben movie called The Last Winter, which is a really delightful little eco horror film living up in the Arctic I'll have Circle. To check that out. I haven't seen that. With Wendigos and it, it doesn't quite oh, great. the land landing, but there, the up there, to it's a, a very point, isolating it is horror like the thing is. Really, really oh, I like good. That. It, 
Yeah, it was really, really good. So uh, last winter, and that's actually, if I get a chance to ask him a question on the panel, that's actually the movie I decided I wanted to ask about because uh, not many people will, first of all. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> it, it's always been one of those performances. So it's not my favorite movie by him. One of my most favorite movies of all time is The City of Lost Children, which is going to be huge in my contest this year in October, but we'll talk about that later. That's a great um, play. Yeah, so there's a lot of great stuff. So the media convention is very strong. You know, you can go to Doctor Who and Lord of the Rings. And, of course, we can't hold this out because I know Steve and I both probably have a fond affection. Batman and Robin are going to be there. We yeah, have, we yeah. Have Adam <laughs> cool. West and, and Burt Ward. Adam West and Burt oh. Ward, which, honestly, they were my nice. first Batmans and Robins. So I'm always going to have a fond affection for the 60s television show. And I still say to this day, Cesar Romero's Joker is just as good as any of the other Jokers that have been around. And that's why a Joker is my favorite character, because it has so many different angles you can approach that character and all be valid interpretations. So, I you know. Yeah, really his Joker's are. great. You know, and, and Adam West is also, I mean, he's on Family Guy. He's not like he's not been around, you know. <laughs> These guys are still working, and it's great. I, I couldn't afford the photo op. Even if I could, boy, did it sell out fast. That was, like, the fastest <laughs> sellout I think I've ever seen. Uh, like, it was there, oh and it's, you know, gone. I, I bet you there's a lot of, like, co- like people in D.C. that really, really like Batman and Robin, I guess. So it's awesome. <laughs> Um, so oh, don't forget cool. about Matthew Lewis too. Oh, and yeah, Matthew Lewis is going to be there, and that's Harry mm-hmm. Potter from Harry Potter. Uh, he was, oh, yeah, cool. ne- Neville Longbottom, Neville Longbottom. Um, which you know was my favorite character reading the books as of, anyways. But uh, you know, uh, it'll, it'll uh, actually that's one of the panels I definitely want to hit as well. But anyway, I'm going to be hitting panels all through the whole thing. But um. Uh, Steve, uh, let me ask you yeah. before we go. Uh, oh, yeah, no problem. So you, you know, this has been, first of all, thank you for, this has been a great talk about. We've yeah, been no, out for what the show's about. Uh, yeah, and please talk about some of the things, because first of all, you've just expanded Third Eye Comics to a gaming room. So please talk about your new gaming room, because we're, we're all about shameless plugs here on The Sexy Witches. And, <laughs> and, and any other upcoming events, not just awesome cons, but at your store, because your store is always doing something, releasing this, free that, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, he had Peter Mayhew signing in the back one day, and you know, that's Chewbacca. <laughs> Everyone was all like, yeah. So you never know what's going to happen at Third Eye Comics. So please, sir, tell me about your, uh, what's coming up. Yeah, so yeah, we opened, uh, we expanded into opening a game store back in uh, October. Um, and what we did was we just moved our tabletop game section, what was, which was getting quickly crowded, uh, into its own space. And, uh, you know, now we have dedicated tables and gaming area and, like, a huge selection of games. Like, I'm almost, like, to the point of, like, insanity of, like, okay, we need more games. You know what I mean? So that's just how I am. Like, until it's, like, literally pouring out the door, I'm like, we need more stuff. We need more stuff. And we're constantly expanding that inventory. And we've got a really great team over there that loves gaming um, just as much as our, our comic team loves comics. And uh, they're really just passionate and engaged with, like, you know, 
teaching people how to play games and like opening it up and making it like a welcoming environment for everybody to come in and just have fun and play games, whether they're brand new to it or, you know, a long time into it, you know, it's the same thing with like how we are at the comic shop, you know? Um, and then uh, as far as events that we have coming up, um, our big one is on June 18th, Saturday. We have the writer of the new Batman Rebirth comic, which is a big thing DC's doing this summer, DC Rebirth. It's actually super, super cool. I'm really excited about it. Uh, Tom King, and he, uh, he's actually a local guy, too. He's from DC, and he will be at Awesome Con, I believe. Uh, and he'll be uh, with us at the Third Eye Annapolis location on Saturday, June 18th, and he'll be signing from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and we're really, really pumped about that. And I was going to say, a, that's huge for you guys. Even for you, that's oh, pretty big. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're super, super stoked. And um, ah. we have some other signings coming up that are going to be good. And then in July, we'll be doing our annual giant Third Eye tent sale, which we do every every year time to the same weekend at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, oh, tell them about the kaiju toy. Tell them about the toy. Oh, I almost forgot. Yeah, so... um. We, uh, we have an artist that we've worked with on a lot of really cool stuff. He's a really great guy named Chris Pirate. He's super talented. And he uh, approached us about basically doing a collaboration on a uh, designer toy. Um, and the toy is this really cool six-inch version of our, uh, our third-eye like, mascot, like mutated into this really cool kaiju monster thing. And uh, it originally appeared on Awesome Con t-shirts that we did for Third Eye Comics about two years ago. Uh, and, you know, it's him destroying, you know, DC and all sorts of crazy stuff. And, yeah, I mean, Chris brought it to life, you know. He, we worked with him to, like, get the toys produced. It's limited to 200 copies. And uh, we'll be putting them on sale at the con this Friday. That'll be the first day they go on sale. And once those 200 are gone, they are gone. Well, I'm... I'm I'm hoping to snag one. Actually, I saw it. I'm a huge, cool. these guys can vouch. I'm a huge kaiju fan, so when I saw oh, that, I was like, know. "Oh, you made a kaiju doll!" And I'm a you know me. I always buy action figures anyway. That's all I'm ever buying yeah. for you guys is toys. I I love toys. Lily loves toys. It's something we can bond together with. You know, the evil genius awesome. and I. So yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> and and you're awesome. The show is awesome. Your store is awesome. Thank you. And and thank you for being on the show. And I'm sure we will see each other very, very soon. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Please stop by the booth and say hi this weekend, you know? Absolutely. Uh, And and, uh, we will definitely uh, talk about it. And anytime you want to call and talk about something really awesome happening at Third Eye Comics, please don't hesitate. This number is good. We always say call in and tell us. Because that's what we're here to do. We we want to support our geek community throughout the United States, and that's what we do. We tell you where everything is. So you can go see it. Well, I appreciate um, it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, one final thought about Awesome Con is there's one piece of advice as you're signing off that you'd like to give to our listeners about Awesome Con. What would it be? And thank you. Good night, sir. Um, You know, the best advice I can give for any convention, including Awesome Con, is to just read the FAQ. And um, just remember that the volunteers and, you know, the Awesome Con staff, they're all working super, super hard. They're super friendly people. And, um, you know, if things are crazy, you know, grab a staffer there and they will, they will you know, they'll help you out. But like I tell everybody, when it, no matter what the event is, even if it's like a small event at our store, I'm just like, 
make sure you read the FAQ because like that answers so many questions and it makes things so much smoother for not just like your own experience going to the show, but for everybody. Well, you heard it from Mr. Steve Anderson. Read the FAQ, but have a good time while you're doing it, and you will have a good time. So thank you for oh, being yeah, on the show course. today. Thank and, you so much. Uh, thank you so thank much. You so much. I'll, yeah. Oh, so were all, thank you. I, I look I really forward to meeting you, you hopefully me. this weekend. Yeah, stop oh, by the booth. I'll be there. I'll be there all weekend. You probably met and just don't know it, because I know I've brought her in there before. Probably. So. <laughs> I mean, because I've been in there a lot. I've been in there lots of times without you, too. too. Like when I shopped for your birthday. I'll probably recognize you right away then. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to snag one of those keiju. Just watch. It's mine. Oh, yes, it will be mine. So I'll I'll talk to you later and let you back to your life, sir, and we'll see you soon. So thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Y'all have a great night, all right? Good night now. All right. Bye. That was Steve Anderson, the owner of Third Eye Comics here in Annapolis, Maryland, and the co-founder of the original Awesome Con in Annapolis Comic Con. Awesome. We're so glad he's thank you for coming on the show. Uh, you know, he, he, he's always been their biggest cheerleader, and I was so glad. And I'm a big cheerleader of Steve Anderson's Third Eye Comics, so we're so happy to have him on. And Sexy Witches, that was a great interview, as always. And um, we're about to go into community calendar, but I did say at the 10 o'clock hour, if someone called in to see and can tell me where Kane Hodder is this week, I will give them a copy of the VHS of, of uh, Friday the 13th. Do you think that we could – should I try our random caller listening to the show? Should I see if she can uh, – uh, from Iowa, do you think she's looked it up for us? I have her on mute, but I can unmute her. Should I see if she's paying attention, or should I just see if someone calls? Uh, well, I don't know. You've got the switchboard. Is somebody called? <laughs> well, here, I'll open the mic. I will open her mic. And if she's there, that's cool. But, okay, so her mic is open. So I opened the random caller's mic. And if someone – I am going to read a bunch of other stuff first. But if we don't get to the time where I say Kane Hodder is, we'll have to try again next week. All right? That's how we're going to play this. Oh, but first, okay. let's start some – community calendar music because I got to go get my bag. So I will be right back. season for us geeks we are very very busy all the way up through july there's even stuff going through august but it definitely kind of slows down a little bit but of course then it's september and us sexy witches go really crazy because halloween's in halloween season 
So what we don't have in conventions, we make up for in spooks and howls around that time of year. So, but before we get into actually screenings and stuff, I got a couple things in news. Now, one of them, I just wanted to mention for a minute without getting too crazy, but we got, I, I said the other day, haters turn on your engines because um, two things happened over this week that kind of freaked out the geek community, like big time. One was Captain America was announced that he is actually a Sikh spoiler secret agent of Hydra all these years in the new comic book Captain America number one and people are like flip their wigs you think that someone shot a puppy it's Count Mount 2 shooting a puppy basically yeah well that's why I wanted to ask you Erin Marie about this because you are our resident Marvel geek of the three sexy witches so what does how, first of all a lot of people are like the Death threats is a little excessive, you know. It is. It is not at all possible. It is a ploy, or an alternate universe. Because <laughs> because Steve Rogers has lifted Thor's hammer. He has the ability to yep. lift Thor's hammer. He is the only other person pure of heart enough to, and it is not possible if he was a double agent. Well, that's what everyone's saying. That was the one argument that I think was semi-valid. If he was really not who he said he was, he wouldn't have been able to trick the Thor's hammer at all. It, It doesn't work that way. Even in the TV, even in the movies, he can wiggle it, right? So, we they've established he can actually move it. So, and, but, you know, I, I think the fervor has been really hot and strong. Uh, you're probably right. It's probably just maybe it's a one-off. We'll have to see. But uh, I mean, there was, there was a Superman comic written from the perspective of what if um, Superman had landed in Russia instead of America? You know, he would have ended up a bad guy. And, you know, it could very well just be an alternate universe, just like that one that one novel. So. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, you know, I, I was really surprised at the fervor that came out. But Hydra really isn't a Nazi organization. Matter of fact, the Nazis thought they were kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, Hydra was far worse. Uh, you know, violent-wise. Well, no, I guess they were both bad. Well, like, comic world that is. But anyway, let's let's put that aside because it was one other haters piece that people were freaking out about, and it's Jesse Eisenberg, who. Depending on who you talk to, people didn't did or did not like him as Lex Luthor in Justice League. Everyone agrees that his performance is controversial and not necessarily true to the source material. Um, I haven't honestly have an opinion on it yet, but he is returning for Justice League. So people are already kind of unhappy about this. And I, you know, I actually really like Jesse Eisenberg as a role. And I don't know, his performance might not have been him. It could have been completely in the direction. And as you know, guys, ladies, I've never really shied away from my Zack Snyder um, un, un, unrest, <laughs> put it that way. Uh, so uh, how do you feel about just Eisenberg staying on as Lex Luthor? Let's bring it out to Queenie first. I don't know. Like, I I think I need more information. I'm not really, like, I love Lex Luthor the way he is in the comics, but, like, I'm not sure if, uh, if I like his new persona, the way he's portrayed in the movies. Well, I- 
he they play him more as a psychotic than they do as the cold calculating yeah. businessman. But the truth is, there smart. are some. And there's, but there's also precedent for him to go crazy in the comic books. I seem to remember, like at one point, he got his wig wig totally flipped, like you know. But uh, you know, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm still willing to get. I'm still like to say an open book with Jesse Eisenberg. I don't necessarily because I liked him in other things. I don't know if it was him. I think it was a lot of times an actor's performance is rarely their problem. It's usually they're being told to what to day or do. Uh, so uh, we'll have to see. I, uh, anyway, I thought I'd bring those out, but I'm not going to hate on anything. I like to keep an open mind. I even suggest films I don't necessarily like on this show for other people because I know other people will like them. So, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people that are going to like Jesse Eisenberg and the new Justice League film. This is like there's going to be some people that are going to like the Hydra book. I bet you some people are going to actually like it quite a bit, you know, because, you know, uh, but we'll see. Um, Now, I do want to mention one sad thing, but it is worth mentioning. Uh, We lost the giant in the geek world uh, yesterday. Uh, You might not know his name, but you definitely know his words. His name is Makiko Futaki. He was 58 years old. He was the key animator of Studio Ghibli uh, in Japan and uh, uh, Miyazaki's right-hand man for many, many films, including Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle, which are both absolutely some of the most gorgeous films ever put on in a movie. I, I've, I, I love both those films visually. I just rewatched Howl's Moving Castle actually two days ago, and I still think it's beautiful, beautiful film. Uh, so uh, he died, and 58 is way too young, as we know. We've lost a lot of people at the 57, 58 mark this year. Uh, and here we lost another important person. And rest in peace, Makiko Futaki. My goodness. Uh, he, he made the world a much more beautiful place. So now, so I wanted to mention that. But let's get a little happier, shall we? we got a lot more coming on. So, um we, we, let's go with some happy announcements. The Sexy Witches, yes, we are going to attend Awesome Con, myself and Erin Marie. Uh, originally, it was actually going to be Bonnie Pavoni, but unfortunately, she's not able to join us. But she will be previewing Slaughter in Syracuse, which will be the same week that Erin and I are going to Blobfest. So we are officially going to Blobfest. Hooray. Um, I we are going to the run out on Friday night and we're going to see the double feature with Queen of Blood and the Blob on Saturday night and there's all sorts of other things going on. There's vendors and things like that. Now you can still get tickets, folks, for the run out and for the show. It runs through Sunday. Uh, there is the public tickets go June first, which is tomorrow. But I will warn you guys, if you want a run-out ticket, you got to be on your computer ready to go because run-outs will go away in minutes. It's the one thing that's guaranteed to sell out at Bobfest. But the sexy witches are both going to be there. And we're excited, aren't we, Erin? We're going to dress yes, up. Yes, we are. I think, I think they have 300 run-out tickets altogether. 100 or 150 of them went on sale today. And they yeah, were so, pretty much all gone. The the pre-sale member tickets were pretty much all gone today. Yeah, so uh, so great. Meet, meet the Sexy Witches. Uh, we have been planning our outfits, Queenie. We're going to dress oh, up in pinup 
Yes, we've been working on pinup dresses from the late 50s era, you know, pseudo pinup dresses. Ooh. Depending on the dress I buy, I may go with green skin. I haven't decided yet. So um, uh, the theme this green year at Glass is is about the it's it's theme is like space age clothing, you know, retro space age clothing, like the silver and the weird sideburns, everything. Uh the films are This Island Earth, Clean of Blood, and then this independent guy shorts on Sunday, uh that are all about aliens and things like that. So it's an alien centric blob fest this year, which is awesome. So I can't wait to go. And so June first, folks, buy your tickets tomorrow for Blob Fest. You won't be disappointed. So uh, we got more though. DC is bumping, and if you can't make it to Awesome Con, or if you really got a lot of endurance, you can get on the Metro on the Red Line and go to Washington DC Fantastic Film Festival Showcase at the AFI Theater the same weekend as Awesome Con, starting on June second. Um, what's going on there? My my co- uh, co-host around here, uh, he's a, he's awesome. His name is uh, C.W. Prather. He's the programmer for Spooky Movie in the October at AFI, the Horror Film Festival, and they play always really good stuff. I saw, uh, you know, you, saw, you see all the great independent films there. Uh, he's doing a fantastic film showcase in the summertime. This is the inaugural one. Um, they're also showing some retro movies and some midnight movies. And Queenie, this is awesome. You want to hear what's awesome? <coughs> oh, totally. They're going to do Phantom of the pa- Phantom of the Paradise at midnight on this what? coming Saturday with the Shadow oh. Cast. Okay, and and Gore Vidal is hosting, and that's midnight Saturday. Oh, um, so, really? So, folks. Oh my I'm God! Really I can't wait. If, so if you're not going to AwesomeCon or if you want to after AwesomeCon is over and you're not going to the after party, get on the Metro and go to the AFI and there will be um, Phantom of the Paradise at midnight. We may, yeah, I don't know I've if become obsessed the, with Phantom of the Paradise this year, believe it or not. Oh, well, we'll have to talk about that because that's a lot of stuff to get in. I don't know, you know, <laughs> one day, so, but... Um, We'll see, Ooh, but but we'll see. You guys it's know possible. what I'm doing tomorrow, right? You Where guys you know what tomorrow? I'm doing tomorrow, right? Yes, but I'm going to Portland. To talk about that. Yeah, I'm going to the Portland Horror Film Festival. Two days of horror films, baby. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Well, I was reading. I was reading that there is a um, there's a drive-in theater there in Pennsylvania that's doing. Uh, summer runs and one of them was like uh, an entire weekend of zombie films. Oh, that happened this weekend and I'll talk about that in a minute because it leads into my trip that I went to in New York, but uh, Queenie, what what movie uh, what kind, are they independent films? Are they, what kind of horror films are they? Um, I'm not quite sure because uh, I just, like, everything's been kind of a blur for me lately because, you know, it's like con, con, and then I got to I gotta go to, uh, you know, the film festival, and, and I had to do, like, some health stuff today, so I haven't had a chance to look at what the films are going to be, but I can totally give you a recap when I get back. For the oh, next, well, of course. Uh, we're we're going to all have re- recap blob fest preview show. I'll tell you all about it. We're going to talk a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, now, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh. Uh, one more thing, question, Queenie. Did you get the package in the mail I sent you? I don't think so. I <clears> haven't <throat> checked the mail today, so it might be there. 
It came in Sunday. It was supposed to come Ooh, in Sunday. Okay. So it might, it, it might actually already be there. It's actually okay. kind of a gift for your husband, but you can share if you know what I'm saying. Of course, we share. We always oh, share. Oh, of course you do. Anyway, yeah, you buddy. can check your mail. Check your mail. Okay. It leads into it leads that. into your husband's trip to Norway, where he got to be a Viking. So I gave you guys something. So Ooh. anyway, yeah. So uh, every sexy witches are doing a lot of stuff that's really really cool. But then the Brody trumped us all with his business trip to Norway, <laughs> where he got to be a Viking right. for like a week. You know, he was being all mad and loving it. It was awesome. His pictures were great. I, I told him how much I loved uh-huh. his pictures. So, oh, and like Katie, one more thing in you. I got one more thing in your area. Well, you're already going down to Portland, so you can't go to this now. But I thought I'd let you know on June 3rd. Okay. Uh, the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show in Tacoma, Washington, is happening, and um, it's 400 games on free play. Guest speakers, pinball and arcade tournaments, vendors, food, beer, you know, tech seminars, even oh. little geeks that work on the machines. And that is June 3rd, flat rate gets you in. But 400 machines on free play is, uh, and as Erin as Marie would know, is total bliss for me. Not necessarily for her, but it's bliss for me. <laughs> so that would be really, really cool. So let people know. So that's in your area. So. Now, back here on our end of the world, another thing that I don't talk about enough on this show, because it really doesn't play into the genre, is coffee. I'm obsessed, and I love coffee. Love it. And there's this thing called the Coffee Con, which is a one-day roving convention that goes all around the country, like, once a year. It pops up randomly in some some city, right? (coughs) This year... It's Brooklyn, New York. So if you're in Brooklyn, New York, the Roving Coffee Festival, Coffee Con, which is basically called the Coffee University, and it's in it's been in San Francisco and Chicago and L.A. before. So this is the second time it's been in the New York City area. And they teach you how to make the perfect cup of coffee. They teach you how to make use steam to make a perfect cup of coffee, how to steam your milk. They do everything. And they also sell products that like steampunk kind of things that, that make coffee. And so there is some genre there. It's a really cool event. So folks, if you love coffee, you want to go to a media convention about coffee, I've got it for you here on Sexy Witches. So, uh, But that's not the coolest fan event of the week. My huge pick of the best fan event of the week is on June 10th, a special screening, midnight screening of Wes Craven's Scream, but that's not what makes it cool. What makes it cool is, is playing for the anniversary of the release of Scream, at the Vista Theater in Los Angeles, which is one of my favorite movie theaters in the United States. An amazing theater. I saw Jurassic Park and Digital Sound for the first time in that theater. And it was also where Stab, the fake premiere of Stab was filmed in Scream 2. So it's a premiere. <laughs> you get to go see the original Scream in the actual film location of the second Scream movie. So go see that on June 10th if you really love Wes Craven movies. And it's a big event. Sounds awesome. And the theater itself is worth going to see. And if you're nearby, you can go, to, you can go get some at the deli nearby. There's some amazing borscht. So go, 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 go. <laughs> so um, 
And also in L.A. and Santa Monica on June 11th, we have the Ethereum Film Festival, which is going on tour, folks. Uh, I'm not going to talk about much of it, but it has a sexy witch movie at the headliner called The Love Witch. But it plugs me into J.K.'s show, because J.K. is actually going to be at the Ethereum Film Festival. So if you want to learn more about that show, which is a women-centric horror film show, uh, horror film uh, festival, uh, look so go to the Horror Happens Radio show, and which is on two, every Tuesday until 9 o'clock, so right before the Sexy Witches airs. And um, and I'm always so excited. I saw Jay at the Severed Film Festival, and that was really nice to see him. But I also, ladies, I also saw uh, James Harris while I was there. Um, so I saw Doc Terrell uh-huh. while I was in New York. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that, and uh, he's looking—he's he, looking the best he's looked in a long time. I'm really happy to report he was healthy, he was chipper, his family is great; they're always great. Um, <clears throat> my family and our families always got along. The kids run around, and they're so cute together. And there's dogs. And, you know, it was a great, short and sweet visit, and we're really glad that Doctor he went to the zombie fest. He actually went to the drive-in movie theater and saw that zombie fest you were mentioning era in, in Pennsylvania. Yes. So yeah, so I was he got out and got to go watch a bunch of films and gave me a review of that theater. They have such a good the, lineup too. Well, the Mahoney Theater is in a very kind of small little area in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they have a very small screen, but they supposedly have very good projection and nice prints. So that's all they made for a great movie theater, and you get to camp. Well, I noticed that awesome. uh, the same weekend, the same yeah. weekend of Blobfest. If if we were not going to Blobfest, I would so want to go to their event that weekend, which is an all John Carpenter weekend. Yeah, I have it marked. I actually think it's on Sexy Witch Plays. They always have great lineups there, and I always yeah. a great retro lineup at a at a drive-in movie theater, and then you can tent camp too. What is there not to like about that? It's amazing. So I think it's cool. All right, so we still haven't had anybody guess where Kane Hodder is, and we're almost to where Kane Hodder is. So um, I will go read slowly, but I'm not going to talk about the Wizard World Philadelphia too much, but um, Wizard World Philadelphia is also happening this weekend, uh, and it's got a pretty good lineup. So if you're in the Philly area, can't make it to D.C., you may want to check out that. Um, but that's not where Kane Hodder is. Did we figure out? Who, did you guys figure out who Kane Hodder where Kane Hodder is? Did you look him up? Uh, no, <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. All right. Well, on June second in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, there's Phoenix Comic Con Two Sex Sixteen, and it has a huge lineup. So if you can't make it to DC to Awesome Con and you're stuck in the Southwest, go to Phoenix. There's a big Comic Con there, and it's huge. Alex Kingston, who was at Awesome Con last year from Doctor Who, will be there. But so is Billy Piper, who's I love Billy Piper. Uh, Sam Jones from uh, Flash Gordon. Emma Caulfield and Jane Marsters from Buffy. Tony Todd. Kane Hodder. There he is. Where is Kane Hodder is this week? Uh, Gates McFadden and several Star Trek cast members are going to be there. Lee Majors and Lindsay Wagner which is so cute. Um, the $6 million man and the bionic woman, they're doing a uh, panel together. Um, Jess Paul, uh, Jet, Rob Paulson and Jess Harnell, the Animaniacs, we mentioned earlier, and they're also having a Ralph Macchio, Martin Cove, William Zatka, Karabdi Kid reunion. 
So a really good lineup. Uh, good news is Martin Close and William Zabka will actually be at Scares That Cares in July, yes. which is the big annual horror con that I attend every year. So, And I love The Karate Kid. Uh, I absolutely love that movie. I've written a screenplay based on that movie, and I love those two guys. So I'm really excited to meet them. I actually, Ralph Macchio played Awesome Con last year, and I, the timing was just wrong. I never actually got to meet Ralph Macchio. So hopefully I'll get to meet Ralph Macchio someday. So, so you know, that's it for Where is Kane Hodder? If you call in next week and you tell me where Kane Hodder is next week, because he's at a core convention or a convention almost every week this summer, I will give you a VHS copy of the original Friday the 13th. So anyway, let's continue onwards, folks. Uh, and um, the other big, there's one more big horror con. There's two cons left, but there's one uh, one more big con this year, and that's ScareCon. It's the biggest horror con on the list this weekend. Uh, it's in New England. I know Anthony Thurber of FilmArcade.net is going. And the headliners are good, solid, basic horror con lineup. And what I mean by that, people you want to see that always are a great time, uh, Ernie Hudson, Adia Barbeau, Tony Moran, PJ Souls, Jordan Ladd, Joe Bob Briggs, Tom Atkins, who's headlining the Night of the Creeps reunion, uh, Trace Ballou and Frank Connor from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the entire cast of Frankenhooker, and, and some of my personal favorite makeup effects are V. Neal, Oh, my God, I'd love to meet her. Uh, Glenn Hetrick and Cleve Hall. So that's in New England and Springfield, Massachusetts. So that's a really nice one. And last but not least, we have PowerCon in Torrance, California. And that is for people who love He-Man and She-Ra. <coughs> it's a convention wow. specifically for so He-Man and She-Ra. I loved, I collected She-Ra's. I actually had almost the entire line of She-Ra's and My Little Pony when I was a kid in the 80s. I didn't have many He-Mans, but my cousins did. So between the, the two I of had us, every one of the strawberry things. shortcakes. Oh, I had every one of the strawberry those. shortcakes, and I had most of the She-Ra's. <clears throat> my sister loves strawberry shortcakes, and to this day, I can't even stand the smell of raspberry, because raspberry tart, like the raspberry, her friend raspberry tart, was her was her favorite. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, strawberry shortcakes. You know, those dolls sell for a lot in the box, unopened with the scent. It's amazing. Oh yeah, uh, it was amazing. But anyway, so if you love He-Man and She-Ra and you like comic books and you're into Mattel collecting, uh, you can go to Torrance, California to PowerCon June 4th. Uh, so those are the end of the conventions. Now we're up to theatrical release Blu-rays and Insta watches. And um, theatrical releases are actually surprisingly quiet for summer for the next couple weeks. Uh, I think I think summer is going to be a lot bigger. Like July is going to explode. And then August has some of the biggest releases I'm looking forward to. I mean, like Suicide Squad. But um, June 3rd, um, you know, the biggest release, I'm not recommending it. I'm just shouting it out because it deserves some attention. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. I'm not so much a fan of these new films, but I've always had a soft spot for the Ninja Turtles. I used to play the role-playing game when I was a kid. So I, I really, really, <laughs> really miss that. And and, and, and so actually, I will say that. I'm sorry, sweetie? Are you saying you have a little gamer in you? I Oh, I, 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 I used to role-play. <laughs> I, play, I, yeah. played Elf, I played Elf Quest. 
And I have my cool. red books still. I still have my red books from D and D. I still and all my second edition books, including a theme folio. Uh, so yes, I've got some gaming in me. Uh, so and uh, I also played, but I did play Teenage Mutant and another one called Tune. I played that for a little while, but we got cut bored with it because tunes don't die. So you try to destroy people, you get in fights that last hours, and just that's it. We're done. So it was all good. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Bebop, and Rocksteady, I will have to say they look kind of cool, and I always kind of like those guys. So, um, uh, and, oh, Aaron Marie, you're going to die. Yeah. Are you ready? Hold on. I'm recommending a romantic comedy. Did she die? She died. I got to revive the sexy witch <laughs> here. Yeah. Uh, you're uh, I, Oh, my God. I am, I am recommending... <laughs> I didn't hear. Romantic oh, okay. comedy. Romantic comedy. I am recommending a romance. Really? Yes. Whoa. Me. Whoa. Okay. You. It's called Me, Bef- Me Before You is the name of it, and it stars Amelia Clark, who plays Damaris on uh, Game of Thrones. So uh, it's supposed the buzz on this film is really, really, really good. So there's how, a romance How much it froze over? Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it does happen. I tell you, it's, there's a good script involved. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, train wreck, and now this. Wow. I oh, that's are, right. are you going oh, soft? <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh no, maybe you're right. Okay, but not completely going soft because the film of the summer, the one that I've been waiting for, the first big film for me that on my must see list comes out on the third, and that's Pop Star. Never stop, never stopping. I'm so excited for this movie. This is the Lonely Islands movie. It's their first film Adam with Tom Rod, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler. Uh, oh my God! I I can't Sandberg, yep. say. Uh, you said maybe you say Sandler, didn't you? Oh my God! Flush no. my mouth out. No, no, no. Adam Sandler, <laughs> who is a geek husband. He's good. He should be in the geek husband gallery. He might actually already be there. Uh, so yeah, I uh, think he is. I would think so. Yeah. I, I went and saw X Men Apocalypse guys. this past weekend. So, Ew. Uh, yeah, how was that? Uh, of course, I love everything. So, so, I mean, I'm absolutely no judge whatsoever. You you stick a, a comic book movie in front of me, and unless it absolutely fucking sucks, like Hulk or the Amazing Spider Man's, then I'm going to love the shit out of it. I absolutely adored it. I thought that they did Yay. a great job. Apocalypse was scary as fuck. I liked that they had Storm's origin, Cyclops' origin. Um, I mean, Quicksilver had some of the absolute best scenes known to man, and I cannot wait to see what they do next. Well, that's good. I'm glad you liked it because it's been getting mixed reviews. But, uh, you know, I, I've always plus, the plus, plus they have the Wolverine's origin as well. I mean, they have him full-on wild-looking Weapon X. Wolverine. So, I mean, it's Ooh. fucking great. I, I, I hope it plays at the drive-in sooner than later. So, uh, I, I, I did see the Civil Wars, and I actually thought it was pretty funny. My husband's review was not enough, too much yapping and not enough whacking. That's what he said <laughs> about Civil Wars. I, I like Civil Wars. I do admit, I think that the strongest sequence was 
uh, there's really one sequence of memorabilia that I think is worth noting, and it's the sequence with Paul Rudd. Anytime Paul Rudd was on the cam- on camera, the film was phenomenally good. I don't know what he did. Ant Man is just—I think Ant Man might be exactly. Totally my, it's like every my, time Evan Peters was on with Quicksilver, it was like fucking X Men Apocalypse. Love you. <laughs> I might think that Ant Man might be slowly becoming my favorite hero in the movie universe. You know, so I'm hoping that's what happens. But uh, I really know, can't I'm, wait for the second one. I'm 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 pretty excited about it. Cool. So, uh, and there's, but I really want to see Pop Star, and I can't wait. I, Lonely Island is on my phone almost permanently. I have like pieces of all three albums on my phone. I love them that much. So I'm really excited to see their movie. Uh, but, um, and then June 10th, there's another sequel. I don't understand. Okay. You guys probably like the movie. A lot of people like the movie. So I guess they had enough money to make the movie, but there's a sequel to now you see me coming out. Now you see me too. We've talked about it before. Ah, yes. Oh my God. And the second I, one looks so good too. I, 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 I was confused by the first movie. I was like, okay, they, they're doing this big heist thing with CGI special effects versus magic, and then they get on carousel and they die or disappear or something. Uh, you know, it was very big ending. So maybe the ending will make sense this time. So, but, uh, but oh, um, did you? Have you seen anything in theaters recently, or have you seen the new um, Assassin's Creed preview with um, Michael Fassbender? Yes, I did. Oh, oh my God, Uh that looks incredible. And and you should see the the beautiful San Diego Comic-Con exclusive of Michael Fassbender as Assassin's Creed that was released. Oh my oh. gosh! I might, it looks gorgeous. As does the Barbie Wonder Woman coming out. Mattel is releasing a Gal Gadot uh, Barbie Wonder Woman, and it's actually better than the movie it's based on. It's great. So that's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive that I was looking at. So we'll have to do. We'll have a preview of San Diego Comic Con uh, right before the show. So because um, Aaron, of course, on my correspondent cousin is going to go. He always goes every year. I would love to join him someday. So uh, speaking of gaming and stuff, World of Warcraft, which uh, went dark a couple weeks ago, the original World of Warcraft um, server, which was really interesting when it went dark because a lot of people signed on as it went dark. And the last image, you can look it up on the web, is literally like thousands of characters staring at each other in a room. It's actually really kind of neat. Um, so it went dark. So rest in peace, the original server to Warcraft. Uh, but there is a movie coming out, which I don't know how to feel about it. I actually think the pedigree is pretty strong on this movie, but it might be just too many years too late. Do we have a relevance from the World of Warcraft movie? Queenie, you're the gamer. How do you feel about this? Okay. The World of Warcraft movie? I think it's yeah. fun. I mean, you know, I'm not really, like, I don't have any expectations about it because I played WoW, like, a long time ago. <laughs> it's been years since I've played WoW, but I think yeah, it's Yeah, I love fun. it. It looks beautiful. Uh, I'm concerned yeah. it's going to flop. And, and I, I'm concerned it's going to flop and not deserve to flop. I, I think, I, you yeah. know, uh, it, it's 
getting some odd buzz that I don't know, you know, we haven't seen the movie. I really don't like buzz that like, well, you know, it looks like it's expensive. So it's probably going to be awful. You know, we don't know know how people can have opinions about things before they see them, you know, like, like, I try to keep an open mind. I grant you, I do have too much Zack Snyder hate, um, but I still go see his movies (laughs) if I think there might be potential in them. Uh, Duncan Jones is directing the World of Warcraft movie. And first of all, Duncan Jones is a good director. Right now, he's absolutely a good director, and he did a movie. He, he's, he's David Bowie's son, first of all, and he did a movie called Moon a few years ago with Sam Rockwell. That's really good, really, 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 really great sci-fi, classic sci-fi movie. And and so he understands genre. He's talented. He has talented pedigree. I, I want to give this film a chance. I really do. I think it could be possible to be a really good film. And $160 million is a lot, but for a tentpole film compared to what, like, Civil Wars must have cost, it's not as, you know, right. I don't think it will flop the way people think it would. I think it's going to do better in Europe or, in, or, chi- or China than it's going to do here because a lot of these films aren't even aimed at our markets anyways. They're aimed at the Asian markets. So I, I, right. I think people are underestimating that this movie, might, this movie, I, I think it's going to be a surprise. I think it's actually going to be better than people are going to think it is. So, anyway, that's my two cents about it. So, <laughs> I'm way too much opinion. <laughs> and, and here's a movie that I, I'm not even sure. And now that I've said that, a movie that I'm not really having an open mind about. Uh, the Conjuring 2, The Enfield Experiment, also comes out on the 10th. Uh, you know, uh, Conjuring's good, but I didn't love The Conjuring. I'll probably just wait till The Madness and watch it then on DVD. I don't think I'll go out to the theaters to see it. Um, mm, I kind of want to see The Purge, though, election year. I do yeah, want to see The Purge. Oh, I, I liked the last Purge movie. I liked both Purge Oh, movies. yeah. Even with, oh. even with Ethan Hawke in the first one, uh, I, I liked both Purge movies. So I, I'm totally down for The Purge films. Uh, especially what's his name? Oh, Frank Grillo. I really like Frank Grillo. Uh, he's like a good. I, I love about him. You know, if if Dominic Cooper wasn't playing preacher, I would say that he would have been my second choice for a preacher. Now that I've read the comic that um, that Steve Anderson was talking about, so. Um, uh, oh, uh, another film. Uh, the it's a biopic about Thomas Wolfe. It's called Genius. So for people that want a drama, I'm going to recommend you this on June 10th. Nicole Kidman, Colin Firth, and Jude Law about Thomas Wolfe. What can go wrong with that film? Uh, other than it could be dreadfully boring, but I don't think it will be. It's at least a good subject with a good cast. So check that out. Genius on um, June 10th. So that's it for theatrical releases. Is there any movies that I missed in the next two weeks? Because I missed a couple big films last year. I didn't mention I didn't mention last episode about Angry Birds. My daughter really wants to see Angry Birds. I don't necessarily want to say Angry Birds. Uh, <laughs> so, um, is there any sexy other sexy witches? Is there anything that I missed? Movies? Um, I'm looking really quick, and I see. Uh, Finding Dory, June seventeenth, but yeah, you know, well, that's in a couple saving, of weeks. So yeah, yeah exactly. That, that was going to be on the next show. That will be on our four, our, our uh, on the next show, which will be June fourteenth. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, 
Well, um, so there's not much movies, but May 31st today is also a great genre dump day on DVD. So let's go into a dumb. And this one actually is interesting because I didn't see it, but the big flop from the spring, The Gods of Egypt, dropped. So now I'm going to totally watch it. Um, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies dropped today. Uh, Blue Underground just released an awesome. Uh, for the first time ever on Blu-ray, uh, Venom, which is a hostage thriller killer snake movie from 1981. Total definition of a cult classic. Uh, so that came out. And Criterion has released a Wim Wenders box set. And, uh, Wim Wenders is one of these, like, I have a Wim Wenders box set. And he, people love this guy's work. And he did the Rhodes Trilogy, and they're releasing it. And then on June 7th, we got Zootopia, Hail Caesar, and Daddy's Home. And, I mean, we got all these films that, you know, the big tentpole films in the spring are now coming out on on DVD. So I, I didn't see Hail Caesar yet. That's the last Coen Brothers movie. Really need to. I did see Zootopia. Zootopia was surprisingly good. Uh, I was really surprised how good Zootopia was. And, and as a as a film, it's good. As a kid's film, it's good. But it's actually a really good movie, period. And that's what makes a great family film, when it's just a really well-written movie. Who knew? Disney still occasionally surprises me. I really, you know, you think you see it all, and then they come out with another good movie that I'm watching. So, uh, and, and tomorrow, every Disney movie. <laughs> I know. You love Disney. I love Disney, but I also, like, you know, the marketing, the monster, the machine scares me at the same time because they shape and mold our culture so much, you know. And, and, you know, they're, they're, they're a ball unto themselves. Their momentum never stops. And I don't think you can actually stop it, honestly. The Disney machine will never stop. So uh, nope. <laughs> that being said, uh, Star Wars Celebration is coming up, and that's always Cool, you know. So there's stuff to always look forward to. Um, speaking of like amusement parks and stuff, but not quite there. Uh, Jurassic Park, all Jurassic Park movies starting tomorrow drop on Netflix Instant. So if you've never seen any of the Jurassic Park movies, you can see them all, and that includes Lost uh, Jurassic World, the last one from last year. Uh, so those are coming out. Uh, one of my favorite uh, Eddie Murphy movies. I, yes, it is one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies, and I don't care what people think. I love the movie called The Golden Child. Did you ever guys ever see that? I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> it was so you good. Have. It's so good. Oh yeah. It is. It is so underrated. Okay, Aaron Marie. It is an unsung awesome. hero. <laughs> uh, it's a Tibetan mythology story with Eddie Murphy in the middle of it, and it could have yes, been Yes, I know. I said, I said yes at the same time. I was like, yes, oh, of course I've seen no. it. It's like an Eddie Murphy movie, duh. Oh, of right? course. But I, I, I really, really enjoy that film because there's stop animation in it and mythology, and the mythology is actually halfway decent. Uh, Victor Wong has a cameo in it, which is always good. Uh, you know, So that comes drops free on Amazon Prime starting tomorrow and so I was pretty I just wanted to mention that because there's a lot of stuff dropping but people forget that one everyone sees Beverly Hills Cop and Coming to America which granted Coming to America is hysterical um Golden Child one of my favorites always a, always a soft spot you know well what happened
happened to Eddie Murphy? Eddie, what's happened to you, Eddie? <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Yeah, we miss you, Eddie. Come back to us, Eddie. <laughs> we really want, he, he, you know, that you know, he really does have acting chops in there. And every once in a while, we still get to see it, like Dream Girls. Uh, but you know, I I miss these. Like, he, there was nothing funnier than a Eddie Murphy movie in the eighties. I mean, we loved those movies, whether we wanted to admit it or not. We all love those films. So, anyway. I digress. Uh, that's it for the community calendar. Uh, we're done for the night, and I'm ready to go to bed because I have a long month ahead of us. We all do. Queenie, you're going to the yeah. Portland Film Festival, so that means June 14th you are going to recap that, as is myself yes. and Aaron Marie are going to recap Awesome Con. So we're going to do that as well. And then, of course um, – and that week, we also are going to preview our first, uh, well, our first, uh, well, we've done a lot of, like, Meet the Sexy Witches, but this is the first time I'm actually kind of like an unofficial meet is organized by the Sexy Witches. We are going to be, Erin um, Marie and myself are going to be in Knobles from the 17th to the 19th. Uh, Knobles is an amusement park in Elysburg, Pennsylvania, which is in the in the mountains. It's really pretty valley and uh, about an hour north of Hershey, Pennsylvania. And it's the largest free music, mission music park in the country. It is family-owned. You buy wristbands or tickets to ride rides, and they're known for recycling rides. So they save rides uh, from other amusement parks that are being torn down, and they repurpose them and save them. And they also have one of the number one wooden roller coasters in the country with the Phoenix wooden roller coaster. Uh, so they are, they've just opened their first steel coaster uh, last year. So they have, there's rides I haven't done yet, which is awesome. Uh, but we're there to see the, um, the, car, the Carousel Organ Grinders Association of America rally that weekend, which will be on the 18th and 19th. And that is uh, people from all over the country bring their calliopes and organs. And they set them up all over, so all these beautiful carousel organs all over the, uh, the the park. And we listen to different types of organs of all shapes and sizes. And some have books and some have rolls. Some are done by steam. Some are just horns. Some are all wood. My favorite one, Trudy, she's all wood. Uh, and she plays the cantina song from Star Wars. It's awesome. <laughs> and... Um, uh, and it's so much fun. And Knobles is such a class act. Great food, great rides. Uh, and we're at a cabin in the wood. We're camping in the cabin. So we have a cabin right across from the amusement park. So we're camping in the amusement park. And that is going to be the 17th through the 19th, which on the 14th, we are actually having Mark S. Chester call in. And he is the um, rally, he's the rally host. For, for this rally at Knoebel. So I'm having him call in to talk about the rally and amusement parks because amusement parks are part of fandom. They are, you know, dark rides and haunted houses and fun houses. And roller They're coaster enthusiasts. Oh, like myself, roller coasters, but dark rides and all that stuff, all the theatrical stuff in particular. Uh, you know, who doesn't love a spooky haunted house? I mean, come on, we're geeks. We love it. And as you know, we have a lot of our hosts, our guest hosts are actually people from uh, walkthroughs and things like that. We always support that kind of thing. So I'm looking forward to that. So that's the 14th. So big change of pace for Sexy Witches. 
take a break from the media conventions for one whole episode because we're right back in it for the next episode. But that episode, folks, mark your calendars, is not going to be on Tuesday the 28th. It's actually going to be Wednesday the 29th. We are moving it one day so I can go to the Mystery Science Theater 3000 Rift Track reunion that's happening that Tuesday night so I can recap it on the show the next day. But that's also going to be our Blobfest preview show. And Cy Rush, who's on the committee for Blobfest, one of the programmers at the Phoenix Phil at the Colonial Theater is going to be on the show, hopefully. He said he was going to be on the show, so he'll probably be our guest on that episode, talk about why the blog needs a show. We, well, it's one of our favorite subjects here on Sexy Wishes. And I'm also going to have Brody Pavomi call in, one of our regular correspondents, and talk about Slaughter and Syracuse that's happening that same week as well. So, so much to do on the Sexy Witches, and it's just June. So, Queenie? Thank you for being yeah. on the show tonight. Any final things you of want course. to say to the Crypticon people out there that might be listening still, if they are? Thank you all so much for the fantastic weekend. It was just amazing. And I look forward to next year. Yeah, no matter what capacity the sector mm-hmm. is, we will be at Crypticon for sure. So thank you so much for that. It was a great honor, Crypticon, to give our little podcast some Love. We appreciate that quite a bit. And thank you, Erin yes, Marie, do. for being on the show. And I will see you in a couple of days. If you don't mind, I have vacuumed downstairs. There's a lot of dog care. But I figured you'll be okay. And as long as you don't <laughs> mind that I do not have the stamina even that I had last year. <laughs> it's like well, I'll I will be might... sitting down a lot. Well, I might strategically park you. You know what I'm good, saying? Good, good. <laughs> yeah, I like being strategically parked. Yeah, I'm probably going to strategically park you. Like, I noticed on Sunday at Awesome Con, there's, like, two panels in the same room back-to-back, so I'll just park you in those two, and then I'll be in the panel, like, two doors over. That's the great thing. We don't have to have the same con, even. We can have completely different cons, and we can cover more than one. Maybe you should do the speed dating thing. Ooh, we should put you in the space speed dating. There's a speed dating thing. On oh, my time. gosh. I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, it's like a nerd speed dating thing. So for singles that uh, like Nerd speed that dating way. actually sounds about something like I need right I just, about well, now. Well, uh, Bonnie, was, Bonnie wasn't a good candidate for that, but you're totally single. Maybe we should exactly. do it. Hmm. I am I haven't talked to you. Yeah, you are single. So we're going to have to talk to you about that after the show. I, I didn't even put those together until just now that you could do the the, the, the the speed date. And that would keep you in one room for a while, Because all you have to do is move from one chair to another, right? That's yeah, or, or exactly. You can be the, I or can I can park it and let them move. Fuck you. Yeah, you you come it, to me. <laughs> isn't that how it works? Like exactly. the, the, girls, the girls sit on the outer edge and then the guys spin in a circle and then there's a bell and then you move to the next one. Isn't that kind of how it works? I think, I don't know. I've never speed dated before, so I don't know. But only I have no idea. When I see it in movies, there's like one person sitting stationary and then like the guys move around the room. I have no idea. Yeah, I've done that with podcasting, like at a podcast meeting. Like we were swapping cards that way, but I've never like dated anybody that way. So 
But anyway, so there's so much you could possibly do at AwesomeCon. So I will see you in a couple of days, and you know, you're, you know, and I'm so looking forward to it. Queenie, have a great time tomorrow at the film festival. And thank you. everybody, once again, the next show. Oh, thank you so much, Queenie. And we're going to have a great time. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Sexy Witches. Once again, our next show will be June 14th at 9 p.m. when we talk about the uh, COAA rally at Knoebels. Uh, And uh, Blog Fest will be after that. So thank you all. Goodwill hunting. uh, Good film hunting. And blessed be, because after all, everything is awesome. Good night, y'all. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome.